The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. The hour is flying by. If you want to get involved, you better get so involved much more now. To go through. All right, Haggers, just wait. We'll get there, son. 0487 736 736. The temperate bedshed text line. We're going to get to these texts, but you've got some seemingly breaking news, some yeah. hot news regarding Nick Natanui for the final couple of weeks of the season. I think Nick Natanui's done. I thought he battled manfully yesterday. I did hear through the week, Peter, and we didn't discuss it deeply enough on Thursday when we were looking at teams and so mm. on. I did hear that there was a number of players at West Coast that were very unlikely to play yesterday, but they wanted to take the risk, injury risk, uh, to play in, in Josh Kennedy's send-off match. So Nick Natanui is one of those. He's having real trouble with his knee. It keeps blowing up, and he's also got some soft tissue concerns as well. I think he'll certainly miss the derby this week on just the six-day break. So it's yesterday, even though it's in high, at home, and, I, and they're supposedly professional athletes, we keep getting told that they were going to be better in the mm. second half of this year. Why wouldn't you come up off a six-day break? It's not as if they're playing Gold Coast or GWS. It's Fremantle. It's a derby. And surely you get yourself up if you possibly can. But I think Nick Natanui is going to fall short. I think he's struggling with injury. And, 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 then they, won't take, and play, they won't take him to Geelong. So that's why I don't think Nick Natanui plays again in the last couple of games yeah. this season. And I think there'll be one or two others too. I think Jake Waterman, who I noticed yesterday had a very heavily strapped right knee. Mm. And that, for the last few weeks, has just been getting more and more heavily strapped. When he came out on the ground yesterday, I thought, oh, jeepers, that's normally what you look like at half time to get yourself through games. Watch for him, I think, also to perhaps need some surgery pretty soon. There might have been one or two others to send them to surgery now because I, I get the impression Adam Simpson has laid the foundation for a big loss in the Derby, a big loss against Geelong the final game of the season, and during which time I think he perhaps even knows we might not have some players available that you would like to have in your 22. All right, let's just rattle through these. Jack Darling, shocking, dropped three uncontested chess marks inside 50 yesterday. It certainly wasn't his game. We've had we've said enough about Jack Darling on this program this season. Not really. He's on $930,000 a year this year. But we've said and that. How, and he's on a million next year. Do you expect him to do Well, he needs to step up now that Josh Kennedy's not there. He did last week. Yeah. Kicked the the six last week against Gold Coast. And my suggestion now is that they're going to need that very regularly from West Coast or for West Coast to be any kind of a rebound team for next year. 2023, the start of the rebuild year. With Kennedy gone, Darling has to be able to produce what he did last week. No excuses. No... They'll go to him more often. You can't be dropping the amount of marks he dropped like he did yesterday. So you can't say he didn't get enough chances. He dropped three chess marks. Mm, okay, Norm, I know you knew Hags from Armadale Senior High School. So this is tongue-in-cheek. Norm and Cal, I hope West Coast lose the next 40 Western Derby, so Frio have won more, and we can stick it to the nasty West Coast fans like Mr. Kim Hagdorn. Good on you, Norm. I thought Hang I'd on. acknowledge that. A West Coast fan? Yeah, well, he's that's, that's an... he's your mate from the Armadale Senior High School. Well, then he should know. Okay, <laughs> I, Pete and Haggers, does Bailey Banfield come in this week for Tabena or do Frio look at maybe just Sam Sturt? Having O'Driscoll back in the side made a difference. Goal of the year contender. What do you think of that? Good on your mic from Palmyra. Yeah, um, I went through some lineups today because whether Adam Simpson likes it or not, uh, this is a derby and we need to treat it as a significant event in West Australian sport. Yeah. A Western derby is a big game. And the argument I came up with, both teams we knew that Tabernacle was going to miss. They're calling it a calf. I think it might even be – it was a very low ice packing on that right 
Achilles. Mm-hmm. So it might be, it's a very low calf, low down on his leg. So it might be more than just three weeks, but at least with the bye after round 23, it'll give him another extra week or so to recover. But both teams for the Derby are looking for key forward replacements. Kennedy gone, not playing, and now Tabena. And with the Tabena one, I came up with a couple of alternatives. You could play Logue again, so yeah. Logue and Lob, but to leave Logue as a key forward and not go, have his turn in the ruck, he could play like Lob has done, and that's what he's done. I reckon he's done it pretty well, uh, Griffin Logue. You could go with that and then go with Sam Sturt as a smaller forward, especially now if it's going to be wet. Or, and I, this is a long shot, and I've been calling for this, Lloyd Meek to play just off the bench with Sean Darcy and then you could have Logue and Lobb as pretty much permanent forwards. And Darcy, because he's not marking it much, Sean Darcy, heavy workload coming up for Sean Darcy this last couple of weeks. And then, of course, the finals, finals. where he's going to be pivotal. So perhaps rest him a little bit, bring in Meek. But with the weather, probably not. Yeah. It's a long shot. So more likely Sturt as a smaller crumbing forward and Logue to share that key forward role with Rory Lobb and load to do the rucking instead of Rory Lobb as he has done historically while he's been here at Fremantle. Okay, so there you go. That's Owen. Just looking at Saturday, by the way, the long-range forecast is we're looking at around about 5 to 10 mils and uh, the, uh, there's a high chance of showers. So it'll be wet to a certain degree. Now, here's Paul. Paul says North Melbourne have an away game against Adelaide and a home game against the Gold Coast to finish the season. Yep. And this was discussed this morning. Do the West Coast collect the wooden spoon and get the first pick in the draft, or do they show some credibility and try and avoid the wooden spoon? This is uh, Paul saying, can they gain 6% on the Eagles and hand West Coast a wooden spoon so they can pick up Jackson in the preseason draft? I, I, one thing has to happen at West Coast and that's to use that preseason draft really wisely. Now, haven't we been saying that for weeks? Whether it's pick one or pick two, doesn't really matter in that preseason draft. I reckon they could have gotten gotten a a, a Tim English. They could have gotten a Liam Baker. They decided not to come because West Coast is not a destination club at the moment. There's not a lot of players out there saying, oh, I'll go and help West Coast out of their mire. It's been coming for two years. Managers and football clubs, and football players around the country have been seeing it for years. They've been hearing it for the young players at West Coast about we don't get a chance. The coach always goes to his old mates. He always goes to the old blokes. He always goes to the old blokes who haven't trained hard for the last six months. He is not showing any favour towards the youth. So that that's around the competition. What? West Coast is not a destination club, Peter. Okay, so... But in terms of the finishing last... West Coast will lose percentage in, in the Geelong. last two games. Well, and certainly this week. But if Geelong have stitched up top spot, hypothetically, could they maybe, as they did on the weekend, Dangerfield was uh, managed, uh, Joel Selwood was managed. They might manage a few of their no, players. No, the management will be have a good hit out against West Coast because then you've got a fortnight off and then we've got a must-win first-up final over whoever finishes fourth. Right. I, I think and, – and also the one thing about Geelong – also made a note of it here. What about with Geelong? So, Selwood Blixavs is another one. Yeah. Dangerfield all rested. What about the versatility in their personnel? They've got blokes that are playing for spots. They get one chance or two chances because these three guns, those three boys walk back in as soon as they're ready. And the flexibility and the unpredictability and, and the quick style they're playing and the controlled systems, everyone is capable of playing it. So, they're not going to have. To relying on, you know, 16 or 8 or 20 good 
top-line players, they're going to have 25 or 26 that could all play the same sorts of role. Zach Tui, Jack Henry, Blixavs, Duncan, Menegola, they can play any amount of positions. And, and what they can do... And there's no guaranteed selection. And what they can do, and what we've seen as we go to the break, they just have scoring bursts for a quarter or so, oh. blow the other team off the park, yeah. and then just so, basically cruise so who, to the who finish was it line. I asked the question about North Melbourne? Because uh, I, I think West Coast percentage in itself Paul, Paul. will fall down behind. So the 61 now... 5.4 ahead of North Melbourne. North Melbourne's two games against Adelaide and Gold Coast, there's possibly even a win there for North Melbourne with the way they played. They, they were gutsy against Sydney yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Really gutsy. And Larky kicking seven, he's hard to stop. So if there's a bit of spirit around them, they could get a... I don't know about Adelaide in Adelaide, but certainly Gold Coast at, at uh, Marvel, Marvel to finish the season, North Melbourne. But... The percentage, if North Melbourne lost both of those, they're not going to get beaten badly. And West Coast could well get beaten badly in the Derby and at Geelong and drop down below 55%. OK, we're going to take a break. Of course, you could see all the Commonwealth Games action on 7 Plus uh, the last 24 hours of the event. Watch uh, event replays, minis, uh, trending highlights and all the best action on demand. Plus, keep up to date with the medal tally results and event schedule. Back with more in a moment here on Drive.